Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. You're a pushy little bastard, ain't you? And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran. With me, as always, is a guy who always sweeps the leg, Chad Lindsay. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm super pumped for this movie, man. Ready to sweep some legs. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah, I'm excited, man. The Karate Kid. It was it was fun, man, to go back and go through this again. This is a really good movie. Like, There's a reason this movie has stood the test of time, and you see that kind of every time you rewatch it. Yeah, like when you say stands the test of time, like you can really identify with it's funny because you identify so much with Daniel and his fish out of water story. But now that we're old, you really get that second film, which is Mr. Miyagi's story. Yeah. And this is an exceptional film of, you know, really kind of, you know, young people and mentors or more specifically fathers and sons and what a what a fantastic film. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Like it's seeing where Pat Morita came from, the you know, the world of comedy and the whole, you know, he had the whole hip nip character. I don't know if you saw those old yes. old shots of him that crazy. <laughs> yeah, and he was Arnold from Happy Days. Yeah. Arnold from Happy Days, like he came from that that world of comedy, which almost led to him not being in the movie. Like I he had to audition like 5 times for this movie and the producer really didn't really didn't want him there's something incredible about comedians and whatever it is that gives them the understanding of emotion that make people laugh also makes them fucking incredible in dramatic roles because you look at like robin williams you look at michael mckeon jim carrey they all have the ability even bob odenkirk yeah 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 the mr show and all this comedy and and he's doing like high level drama on like better call Saul. And so when you say like coming from the world of comedy, there's, there's few comics out there, but when they went like, when they make that transition from comedy to drama, they, they just fucking kill it. And that's, yeah. and that's what Pat Morita did in this film. I think there's a, there's a misunderstanding a lot of the time of comedic, comedic actors, comedians, where they think it's just dorkiness. But if you talk, if you're into comedy at all, I think you really have a, a, a knowledge that from from that comedy has, has how can I word this? The comedy that they put out has been born of a great deal of pain and tragedy a lot of the times. You know, yeah. broken childhoods and fucked up lives, and you deal with that through making people laugh. But that well of pain is in there, and the the actors and actresses who are comedians who know how to draw on that can really get to a, a a great spot, like a really heartfelt spot. And you really see that with Marita in this film. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you, 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 you touch on it, like, you know, good comedy is about eliciting an emotion through your performance. And what's, what's, what's that other than drama? You know, you're like, you're yeah. eliciting an emotion and he just, does a great job. And I'm going to be honest, man. I'm going to be honest. I'm not even ashamed. I'm, I'm slightly ashamed. Uh, you know, <laughs> I teared up. I teared up a little bit. 
teared up a little I was bit gonna, on rewatch. I was going <laughs> to mention that to you, like, we'll, we'll get to it, but the, the sort of Oscar scene of Miyagi there, dude, I was crying. Yep. Like, it really got me. It's, it's something. He did a really extraordinarily good job, which is why he got the Oscar nomination. For this for this role, so let tremendous. us uh, take a moment to uh, thank uh, Mr. Kenny Florian for suggesting this film and getting us on this path. Yes, yeah, requested by uh, UFC commentator, former three division UFC fighter, and and uh, current owner of Florian Martial Arts in Brookline, Massachusetts, Kenny Florian. So thanks, man, for for suggesting this. We we kind of owe you for this because it it really sent me on a little mission here in the last couple of days to to watch this and then get get deep into the new Cobra Kai series, which I'm digging right to China. So, yeah, thanks, man. Very, very much appreciated. So, yeah, if you want to request your own movie, if you have movies that you dig that you like, uh, please check out our social media. That's probably the best place to suggest movies or anything like that. You can go to our Facebook page at You Have Offended This Podcast. You can also go to You Have Offended This Podcast on Instagram, or you can go on Twitter at, uh, at YHOTP. And suggest movies, give us commentary, give us your feedback on episodes, anything you like, you didn't like. Share it with your friends. That would be awesome. Share it with, <clears throat> hell, share it with everybody. And uh, if you could, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you download it, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you could rate it and review it, that would be dope. That would really help us out and get us kind of pumped up in the ratings and get us into more people's ears for people who like martial arts movies. Because it's not just martial artists, it's kind of everybody. So that would be wicked if you could do that. So on that note, let's jump into 1984's The Karate Kid. This only had a budget of $8 million. Man. $8 million. And take, I don't know if you looked it up, but take a guess if you didn't, how much it made worldwide. Oh my God, I, I don't know. It must have been must have been $200 million at this point. Slightly lower, but 130 <laughs> Well, <laughs> kind of. I'm just thinking like, I'm just thinking but yeah, like that's a good part. Yeah. 35 years. It's probably right? still bringing in money. Oh my god! What is that like? When years, they yeah. like, I I don't know nothing about I don't know I don't know nothing about movies outside of like fucking watching them. Like when they yeah. say it makes one hundred and thirty million, is that like in theaters or is that like home video and streaming and Cobra Kai and no, that's just this movie. Oh, okay, because I was thinking like the whole franchise, because the Karate Kid cartoon and the Karate Kid action figure that you could get that broke yep. the ice blocks. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I forgot about those. That's right. Yeah, there was a whole industry built up around the Karate Kid, right? Which yeah. apparently uh, they got sued and had to pay out because it was a Karate Kid comic book that came out prior to the movie, and they had to they had to pay some settlement fee or something to to the comic book. But yeah, after this movie, there was a whole a whole slew of things that came out that kind of built up around this particular one. Yeah, it made $130 million in small change uh, worldwide. So tremendous, nice. tremendous success. Nice. So uh, started off the careers of William Zabka, who plays Johnny Lawrence. This is his, uh, I think this is his first movie. Or if it's not, it's one of his first. It's certainly his first hit movie. Mm. And then, uh, obviously, this is uh, Elizabeth Shue's first movie, who plays, obviously, the lovely Allie. Yes. She is so cute. She's really cute. She's awesome in this movie. And she, I I was thinking about this as I did my rewatch over the last few days. I think she's the only person in this movie, if you think about it, whose career kind of wasn't defined by this movie. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like if you think of, because Daniel, Daniel, Ralph Macchio, Mm. if you, you know, yes, he's done, you know, he did My Cousin Vinny. He did The Outsiders. You know, he's done The Crossroads. This is really his road. Role, oh, that's sure. what I mean. If when you say Ralph Macchio, 
Karate Kids, what comes to your head, right? Yeah. Same as Pat Morita. I mean, yes, you'll think of Happy Days where he was Arnold, and he was in a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, he was even in so years, much stuff, but years this, after he, his, this, this yeah. is his this is his jam. Like this is well, he's his Mr. defining he's role, Mr. Miyagi, right? That's who he is, yeah. and pretty much everybody else. I mean, Martin Cove, who plays Crease. Mm. I mean, he was in a couple other things, but he's Crease. He's Cobra Kai. Yeah, and pretty much everybody else, man. Like she's the only one who who kind of broke out and did you know Adventures in Babysitting, and then she had the Oscar for. Um, Leaving Las she's Vegas. She's got like a nice smiley face. Like she just yeah. looks so. She just looks so nice. And you know, when I said she's so cute, like that's not me. That's not me like perving out. Like me just like she's cute. Like you know, there's moments where like you know she smiles at Daniel or she's just like super friendly and she just yeah. looks like really warm and she just really added a lot to the to the film. Well, she's got that that kind of. I don't want to compare her to Janine Garofalo, but that same kind of smile where when she smiles, her whole face lights up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. oh, she's, that's cool. And on top of that, and much more importantly, she's a good actress. Oh, yes. Yeah. So she, she, she pulls, like, when she looks pissed at Johnny, for example, like, she looks pissed. Yeah. You know? So she she doesn't, uh, very, everybody does a really good job here. All right. So, uh, again, I, I, as normal, broke this into five sections so we can kind of run through it in some sort of uh, some sort of order here. So, kind of section one, we get we get the opening of the movie here. Daniel and his mom are moving from Jersey out to L.A. Uh, Daniel ends up getting invited to a beach party. He meets Allie, but sadly her ex, Johnny, and his friends show up and uh, beat the shit out of him there. And then Mr. Miyagi comes to fix Daniel's faucet and sees Daniel learning karate from a book. Daniel tries to go to a karate school here, but sadly it is the Cobra Kai school, and the boys are there learning from Crease. So the Jersey opening here on the street, uh, Daniel's, you know, Daniel's, Daniel's character here was initially named Daniel Weber in the script. It was uh, changed when Ralph Macchio got the part and he was Italian. So they changed the script's last name from Weber to LaRusso. Oh. Yeah. And Johnny's, Johnny's, Johnny Lawrence's name wasn't actually Johnny Lawrence. Initially, Johnny Lawrence was supposed to be named Donald Rice in the script. <laughs> Donald Rice? <laughs> I swear to God. Can you imagine? Donald, sweep the leg. <laughs> sweep the leg. Yeah, Donald. <laughs> so Fetch a being... body bag. <laughs> oh, my God. Johnny. Changed it to Johnny Lawrence, which, much better name. So, yeah, Jersey Open here. Daniel and his mom are leaving to go to California. It's a, it's a good cross-country montage here of, you know, the voiceover of the mom singing and Daniel doesn't want to go and they're pushing the station wagon to jumpstart it and all that shit like you can tell yeah. they're resourceful and kind of don't give a shit we're just out and doing our thing single mom taking her teenage kid out yeah i think that that's kind of cool like they you know they got some second unit somewhere we're like okay drive the station wagon past these red rocks you know just to kind of yeah. show them but you know they put the effort in and it's a it's a nice uh it's a nice thing especially with where the budget was uh much lower than i originally thought yeah, and there's nice scenery changes as they move out west. You get from cities to the the desert to, like you said, the Red Rocks, and then all through the the mountains to California and stuff. So it's a good scene. They finally arrive here at the at the, the Three Palms or whatever it is the the hotel that they're going to be living at. Daniel does the yeah, kicks the fence door yeah, open it, into into Freddy. Freddy knocks Freddy down. <laughs> And they walk in and they see the uh, the old dog, the old lady with the dog. Yeah. The old lady with the dog, by the way, is Frances Bay. Oh, yes. Frances Bay, Happy Gilmore's grandma. 
Yeah, and uh, Mrs. Chalfont and Mrs. Tremont from Twin Peaks, and right the Marble Rye Lady from Seinfeld. <laughs> she's she's Give been me that in a rye, million you old bag. She was yeah. <laughs> she was playing an old lady in '84 for the exactly. Karate Kid. Exactly. She died in 2011 at like 92. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's she's been in everything and been around. So, hats off to Frances Bay. She was awesome in everything. So, uh, Freddie ends up inviting Daniel to a beach party that night. So, hooray! Daniel's got some friends. Hopefully, uh, the sink doesn't work. So they they try and find the as old dog lady Frances Bay calls him a fixer guy. And uh, Daniel goes down and sees Miyagi in his little room. And uh, Miyagi's kind of a dick right off the bat. Like he's he doesn't kind of give a shit. And when are you gonna fix it? Later, not now. He kind of gives him the fuck the fuck off vibe. <laughs> but that's kind of like Miyagi's arc is just as important as Daniel's. And yes. uh, that's why I love it. He's just so completely standoffish and he's trying to catch the fly uh, with the chopsticks, which we later learn why. Yep. When Daniel just kind of opens the screen door and walks in and Miyagi just kind of turns over his left shoulder and kind of gives him the gives him the stare like. Hello. Hey, you the maintenance man? Hey. Yeah, we're the new people in apartment 20. Yeah, our faucet's really leaking there. Well, can you come fix it? Hey. Well, can I tell my mom when? When what? When are you going to fix the faucet? After. After what? After, after. Get out. And Daniel just slowly moves back. He's, uh, and we learn why later, but he's pretty cut off from the rest of the world, Miyagi. Yeah. And intentionally so. Yes. So, yeah, he's kind of a dick. He's trying to catch the fly with the chopsticks, and he says he'll come up and fix the thing later. So they go off to the beach party now. Night beach party. They're playing soccer on the beach, and... This is our first look at Allie with an eye, Elizabeth Shue, and they're kind of making eyes at each other. She's with the girls swimming, and he's with the boys playing soccer and doing their thing, looking at each other. And they start talking, and they seem to be hitting it off, and kicks the soccer ball over at her, and they end up chatting. <laughs> the yeah. most awkward teenage way ever. <laughs> exactly. Even though, I guess Daniel's supposed to be playing, what, a high school senior here, so he's supposed to be, I don't know, 16, 17, 18, in that mm -hmm. range. I think he was 22 when they shot this, and he looked 12. Well, that's the thing. He might have been 22, but he did not look at Good-looking jeans on that fella. So they go, uh, uh, they're talking to each other on the beach, and they seem to be doing okay, but Johnny and the Cobra Kai fellas rock up on their dirt bikes, and uh, you get the, <laughs> they see uh, Daniel talking to Allie there, and Johnny starts to get his get his ass in a wedge. Hey, and thank you for listening to this teaser episode of the podcast. Full episodes can be found at patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. We do at least four episodes a month. Everyone gets one free. The other three are like this one, a teaser with the full show available with a subscription. Now there's five levels of subscription to choose from to suit any budget with the lowest being just five bucks per month. That's less than a rabbit harness leech thing on Amazon. I mean, what are you going to do with that? It's nice. I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong, but think about it. You can walk your rabbit safely 
Or you can get over six hours of original entertainment to make your workout or commute or life better. Plus, access to all the past seasons, each season being 21 episodes. Patrons also get to be a part of the Dojo Crew. You become a producer of the show. And the best part is you don't have to do any of the hours of work it takes to create an awesome show every week. You just reap the benefits. It's awesome. So head on over to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast and become a patron. You'll have our eternal gratitude and the satisfaction of literally being a producer of the media you find most appealing. Thank you so much. We'll see you inside the dojo.